Thank you for checking out this episode of Raised on the Radio. If you like what you hear, do us a favor and hit that subscribe button on YouTube and wherever you get your podcasts and give us that five-star rating. Maybe even leave a review to let others know what you think of the show. And while you're at it, give us a like and a share on the socials and tell all your friends about Raised on the Radio. Raised on the Radio has a promo code for one of the best nutrition and supplement companies in the business for you to use. Whether you're looking for a custom oatmeal, a multivitamin, a great tasting protein that you can order by the pound, or simply looking for a company you know you can trust to send you the best quality products available, True Nutrition has you covered. Just go to truenutrition.com, look at all of the great products, place your order, and when you go to make your payment, type in C-E-P-N in the promo code box for 5% off of your entire order. It is that easy. Raised on the Radio's listenership continues to grow with every episode. We are always looking for great sponsorship and collaboration opportunities. If you or anyone you know has a business they are trying to grow and want to jump on board with us, email us at raisedontheradiostl at gmail.com. We would love to connect with you. If you would like to get a hold of Patrick Blair or myself, you can reach out through email or on the social medias. You can reach us at raisedontheradiostl at gmail.com or on the Raised on the Radio's Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and TikTok pages. We also have a new website where you can find all of our content. Head on over to raisedontheradiostl.com. As always, if you have any questions, concerns, comments, or topics you would like to get our thoughts on, do not hesitate to reach out. And now, let's get into this episode. Hey everybody, thank you for checking out this episode of Raised on the Radio. I am one half of the show. I am Cole Brocato, my good friend Patrick Blair in Zoomland as usual. And I'm actually surprised we even got to record tonight because I'm pretty sure Mudvayne is in St. Louis tonight. And I thought you like tour around with them or you at least go to every show that they perform, right? They're like my Grateful Dead, yes. But truth be told, I didn't know they were in town. I didn't know they were in town. That's, I had no idea. That's crazy, man. You're slipping. I know. Who, who are they in town with? Rob Zombie, I believe. Oof. At Hollywood Casino. There's another guy I've seen a bunch. At Hollywood Casino, so we're talking hot. Hot as fuck. There's yeah. no way I'd be there. Yeah. Not a ch- is Mud- Wait, hold on. Is Mudvayne headlining? I don't think so, but I could be wrong. Rob Zombie show? I think so, yeah. Yeah, I saw a video floating around on one of the social medias of... Someone posts like an after the show type thing and like backstage and man, the singer of Mudvayne, he put on some weight. I mean, no disrespect. <laughs> oh, really? What's I his name? Know. Is it Chad? Chad Gray? Is that right? Chad Gray. Yeah. I've seen somebody posted on Facebook today that they um, ran into him at Westport Plaza today. Doesn't surprise me. Was he boozing? I don't know. Yeah. He, he put on some weight. I was like, whoa, it happens. You get old, you put on weight, but that <sighs> He didn't know. He never struck me as a dude who cared about his physique necessarily. Kind of just struck me as a hard party and I drink beer and I smoke cigarettes and eat Taco Bell type guy, which is, you know, we all, we've all been there. Right. Most of us, some of us anyway. But I would think when you're that big, like touring is, you can make it pretty simple. I would guess. Right. Like as far as like what your diet looks like and all that, unless you just don't care. Then you could be well, like really on tour and, you know, just hit all the fast food stops. Well, remember, they took time off 
for a long time. So sure. I would imagine if he were on tour, it probably would have been beneficial. He's probably sitting around and fucking off. Yeah. You know, Maybe, he actually, yeah. I watched an interview with him recently and you should probably check out this show, this podcast. Um, Johnny Christ from Avenge Sevenfold does a podcast. Okay. And it's typically just with other band dudes, but the interview he did with Chad Gray was really cool. Okay. Check it out. Go check it out. Is it like, but check out that dude's podcast in general. I think it's called Drinks with Johnny, I want to say. Is it uh, is it just musicians that he has on? Like an interview style? That's show, all that or? I've seen. I I haven't seen anybody else other than just other band dudes. Okay. And you know, some of some of them I've been like, oh yeah, I want to check that out. And then some I'm like, meh, I don't know. Okay. But uh the dude with the dude from Mudvayne was one I watched. I watched one with uh Wes Borland. There's one other one, maybe. But yeah, it's pretty it's pretty interesting. He's a good speaker. Okay. Johnny Christ, I believe is his stage name. Um, he's a good speaker, a good interviewer. Like he just seems like a cool dude. Okay. Which I guess is why it's called Drinks with Johnny. Like, hey, let's go have a beer and chat. Right. Imagine that. Yeah. But um yeah. Yeah, no, I didn't even know Mudvayne was in town. What can you do? The last time I saw them was, was it after? Oh, okay, I was going to say it had something to do with something else, but no. I don't know the last time I saw them. It's been a while. If it weren't 1,000 degrees, I'd maybe yeah, that's, check it out. That's a rough one. Yeah, I summer concerts are getting outdoor summer concerts anyway. I'm, I'm getting less and less interested. Um. Like I just bought Incubus tickets. I was wondering if you were if you were planning on going to that show. Who who was with them again? Uh, uh, Sublime. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, uh, yeah. I have some friends coming in town for it who are big Incubus fans from Chicago. I bought a box. Oh, I was nice. Just like, you know what? I'm gonna just spend the money. We're just gonna be VIP in this bitch. Fuck it. There you go. Um, and the night before is a day to remember in Beartooth, so it's gonna be a long weekend. Hang on, where's that at? Same venue, I believe. At Hollywood? No. no, no, no. A Day to Remember is at St. Louis Music Park, which I don't know what that is. Oh, nice. Well, that, isn't that the place where uh, Machine Gun Kelly played? I guess. I don't know. I've never been to these places. <laughs> I don't get out. And you're the music guy. <laughs> I mean, that's what you call me. I don't know if anyone else does. Nah, maybe not. But, so yeah, summer concerts are getting... But those two concerts are in August, and I'm like, ah, oh, motherfucker. Like, it's going to be hot. Yeah. What can you do? Yeah. I did see that um, Three Days Grace is with Wage War Friday. What? Where? Uh, the factory, I think. Bullshit. This Friday, Wage War's in town again? I'm pretty sure, yeah. They were just in town, too, weren't they? How do I not know about this? I don't know. I'm going. Maybe double check me on that, but I'm pretty sure that's right. At the factory. I'm pretty sure. Three days gay. Three, three days gay. <laughs> three days grace. I didn't mean to do that, I swear. Three days grace, Friday, July 22nd. Why would Wage War be playing with three days grace? Am I not right? Hold on. Did I get misinformation? I think you might have. Hang on. Who gave you this information? I thought I heard it on the radio today. Mm, three days gate. You did it again. Why can't I say their name? Three days grace. Holy shit. Yeah. Am I right? Yeah. The factory. Okay. Wow. With zero nine three six, whoever that is. 
You want to go see Five Seconds of Summer Sunday, July twenty fourth? Uh, Backstreet Boys, Chris Brown. No, none of these. <laughs> I might go to that because I missed Wage War the last time they were here. Yeah, I really might go to that. Hell yeah. Well, we do need to talk about something music related. Also, what's today the five year anniversary of Chester Bennington's death? Yes. Oof. Still, still a rough one, dude. Yeah, for it, I don't know. It it feels like it's been five years, but it kind of doesn't feel like it's been five years. It almost feels like it's been longer. It doesn't feel like five years to me, no. It almost feels in a way like it's been longer. But was it was it Chris Cornell's birthday? Is that is, is that today? Is that how that is that how that played out? Or he died on Chris Cornell's birthday. Yes, that's what I thought. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, that's heavy. Yeah, I'm never going to forget when I heard about that one. Him and so, like, so far, the two that have really, really got me, I was him and Scott Weiland. Both, yeah, like, I was, I was like, oh, fuck. <clears throat> you know, those, there, maybe there's one more that I'm forgetting about. I mean, Chris Cornell was, that was rough, but there's someone else I'm forgetting around the same time period. Uh, yeah, there were there was a Maybe. few years difference between Wyland and those in Chester. I think right? Scott Wyland was like two years prior to Chester Bennington, but oh, okay. Yeah, Chester Bennington, right after he died, and this is why I'm never going to forget it. I know the day that I found out, I was super fine. I was bummed, but shortly after he died, I was in Vegas and I was walking down. Uh, we were in Old Vegas. I was walking down the street, just partying on the street, and they have that like light show on the street there, and they did like a Chester Bennington tribute. Oh, on like the over the thing. Yeah. That's pretty yeah. cool. It was like three or four songs worth of him, and it was like just pictures and videos of him. And I was under the influence of many things, <laughs> and I remember just getting hit hard. I was like, oh no, this is like <laughs> I'm partying, but this is still like I'm never gonna forget that. But it was really cool. It was really cool. Nice. I actually just did. You ever see Lincoln Park live? Once, yes. Where did was it a big show, like a festival, or was it? It was one where I think you said you were there too. It was. It was at uh, Hollywood Casino. Now, Um, Chris Cornell was there. What was that tour? Oh yeah, I wasn't there, but that was the one that uh, Justin opened because he had to correct us. It was the summer. Oh remember. yeah, that's right. Yeah, we'll never remember again. <laughs> yeah, never remember. Uh, uh, Sonic, Sonic, Sonic Underground. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I don't remember. Oh, some something Revolution, right? Sure. I don't know. Yeah, I didn't. No, I didn't go to that. Okay, I didn't go. No, the last time I saw them, I saw them in Chicago with Incubus. It was one of the best shows I've ever been to. It was. Just unreal. How just, I don't know. Just had a different vibe. And this is when it was established that Lincoln Park was not coming back to St. Louis. Right. That's why I saw them in Chicago. But uh, what do you think they'll do? Do you think they'll ever try to do anything with Lincoln Park again? I don't think they should. It was funny. I was just having this conversation with someone recently where they were like, we were talking about maybe it was my son's birthday. It might have been that day, but we were talking about. I was talking about how I saw Stone Temple Pilots with Chester singing. And I was saying, even then, it's like, 
Chester's was fantastic, but Scott Weiland just had his own thing. Right. A lot of people will fucking say he did the word, whatever. I don't care. <laughs> he had his own thing and it's a hard voice to recreate. Same goes for Chester. I really hope they don't try to replace him. If anything, just start, you know, just do a reiteration of the band, just new music. Don't do Linkin Park songs, just write new music and just let it be a different thing. You know? Yeah. Um, Cause you just, you're not, no one's going to nail Chester. Right. You know, who's come close and it was kind of weird when I was super surprised when I heard it. Um, I was watching a festival that some 41 was playing and they had Mike Snow to come on stage okay. and they did. Um, what's that song called? I can't feel the way I did before. Oh, yeah. Don't tell What's that song called? I won't be ignored. Yeah. I can't think of that. Anyway, off the top of my head. That's the song they did. Yeah. And the dude from some 41 sounded fucking pretty good. Like really? He was doing Chester's vocals pretty well. Nice. I was actually really surprised, but yeah, don't, he's just, it's just too, it's too tough. I don't remember the other, the band we were thinking of too, when we were having this conversation a couple weeks ago, it was like Linkin Park and Stone Temple Pilots. And then, I mean, I might've even brought up how I saw three days grace with the other dude. And I was just like, man, like he sounded okay, but I sounded so, like I was watching karaoke three days grace. So if we were, if we were having this conversation back when Scott Weiland passed away, would you have said the same thing? Would you have said, I don't think we should, I don't want Stone Temple Pilots to go on and try to do anything else with anybody else? I did say that, but then they had open tryouts and I sent them a demo of myself. And Is that a joke? No, I swear to God I did. Dude, that's awesome. Yeah, they were having like a thing. Who knows how real it was, but yeah, you could, they were looking for a singer and they were like, send us your stuff. But then again, I kind of don't like that. That's, isn't that weird? Like, a band that Scott um, Weiland is the voice. I was the new singer of Stone Temple Pilots. I know, but isn't that weird? Like the a band that Scott Weiland is the voice for, he passes away, and now we're just going to do open tryouts. Uh, I mean, I don't know. I, I don't know. It, it, so how did that? It doesn't work? bother me that much. Did you? Did you have to? You had to send in a video. You know what? I don't remember what I sent in. I probably just sent in links to songs or something. If I'm remembering correctly. Okay. Might've been a video. I might've sent in a video. I can't remember. Okay. At this point, I don't remember, but they, uh, they chose Chester over me. <laughs> I can't go, believe go that, figure. dude. I go cannot figure. believe that. <laughs> Fuck. Who is the other band? Well, three days grace again, that's a dude. I think even more so than Chester and Scott Weiland. Cause I think they're like pure singers. The dude from three days grace just has like an inflection in his voice that's just like how do you how do you recreate that are you you're talking about adam gontier you're talking about old yeah Grace, right? oh, okay he okay. just has like a weird thing about his voice very like raspy but still clean and i don't know it's just very weird okay. i don't know it's hard to explain right hmm. okay yeah I'm, I'm in the same camp when it comes to lincoln park i i almost think well maybe they could do something at some point to where bring in somebody uh, just to do like a small tour or something like that, even if it's like, because it's been, you know, five years now since they've done anything. So I don't know. I, I don't know if they should. I was thinking maybe like a 10 year mark or something. Maybe they could get somebody like even you, like you said, the guy from some 41, if you could bring him out on tour for a few shows, 
and ju- and just and maybe even be like a, a re, you know a, a in remembrance tour or something like that to Chester. Yeah, yeah, I don't. Yeah, or I don't or like we've talked in the past, just make Shinoda the front man. You could make him the front man. I think they would go very electronic pop. Yeah, you know, yeah, very much less rock. I would, I think, would be my guess. Yeah. Not that he couldn't carry a band vocally if they did rock music. I don't know how well it would translate to Linkin Park fans. Not to say that they're shitty, but you're talking about a very... Well, not only are you talking about a very specific sound, but you're talking about one of the biggest bands of the last fucking 25 years. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, Or they could just start... start New with him and the him as the front man and and just like I said, just give it a different, you know, a whole different idea. Still the same guys, but we're gonna call it this. It's gonna be this sound. I would check it out. All right. Do you know if any of those guys are doing any? I mean, I'm sure Mike Shinoda's still kind of doing a solo career, but any of the other guys in the band are they doing anything with anyone else or solo no stuff? Idea. Or do you know? Hmm. I don't know that they ever have. Like I've never heard. Right. You know, I have no idea. It's just crazy. I mean, I understand the circumstances are absolutely terrible, but it's kind of weird. You know, you've spent 20 years where music is the majority of your life, and then all of a sudden, you know, I'm sure they're being creative in in other ways still, but just curious right. if they're still doing anything with anyone else or trying to put anything out there. Yeah, I mean, we'll see. I, I would definitely check it out. I'm not opposed. Like I said, it's just replacing Chester will be... That's going to be a tough one. Yeah. It's going to be a tough one. Well, I know. I know who brought up the, somebody brought up journey with the, the, uh, okay. the dude they have now. And I was like, yeah, but do you, and I, they go, dude, he fucking kills it. And I was like, but does he, I was like, but does he like, he's good, Yeah, but it's just karaoke journey. That's what it is. <laughs> I've, like, heard, I've heard that. I've heard not necessarily journey, but I, who was it? Was it Motley Crue? I don't know. I, I've heard like some bands that have come back where the lead singer just doesn't sound good. And I guess the argument is if you're going to see that band, you're wanting to hear the hits and you're singing to the top of your lungs on those songs. So does it really matter what they sound like as long as they're playing the hits and the songs you want to hear? And I'm not, yeah. I'm not sure. Does it matter? Does it when it when it comes to a band like that? Yeah, no, I mean, well, Bon Jovi's notoriously known for. I mean, his voice is dead at, at this point. But when they play shows, they tune like two, three steps down so that he can hit just even the lower range notes. Oh, really? You just think that's oh, yeah, you just yeah. think that's his years of you think that's just years oh, yeah. of destroying his vocal cords? Oh yeah, I mean, his voice is gone. I mean, he couldn't do the high shit back in the eighties. Like he blew out his voice recording all that stuff. Wow. And then Richie Samboro did it live. And but now they have to tune down just for him to even do his regular, you know, mid-range type vocals. Wow. Who's one of the other ones? It's yeah, there's another one. It slipped my mind who I was thinking of, but yeah, it happens. I mean, the older you get it, the harder it is. But there are some guys who still fucking like Steven Tyler. At yeah. 70 can still fucking wail. Right. And there are guys who just have it. Um, you know, he's not known as a good singer, 
but he still sounds the same now as he did 30 fucking years ago as Anthony Kiedis of the Chili Peppers. Yeah. He's always been known as the weak link of that band. But I also find him to be the stronger part of that band because of the way he performs and, you know, just the, he does things vocally where a lot of people would be afraid to do. Some might call it cringy, but I don't think he gives a flying fuck if you think he's cringy. <laughs> so true. he's always been like vocally, lyrically, his, his fashion, his image, like he doesn't give a fuck, but he sounds the same as he always has. Yeah. Again, he's not the greatest singer ever, but. I don't know. But that's another what shirt are you wearing? Uh this is God Lives Underwater. Do you know that band? No. It no? looks like a fucking Pink Floyd shirt from my viewpoint. No, it's actually that's an actual band. Yeah, it's like a statue of Jesus underwater. Okay. Explain. Uh I, I don't know. The band's called God Lives Underwater. Are they a Christian band? Uh no. I can't believe you don't know the band. Um what's the message behind this? I don't know. I was given this shirt. <laughs> Do you even know what the band sounds like? Yeah. I, I listen to a couple of their albums all the time. What what sound are they? Um, More, I don't know. I can pull up a song and let you listen. I, I'm, I'm picturing a lot of like slap bass. No. Hang on. Let's pull something up here. So that's a picture of Jesus underwater. And the band's called God Lives Underwater. Where are they from? Can I guess? Do you know where they're from? I don't. Why are you wearing a shirt of a band you know <laughs> dick about? <laughs> what are you doing? There's a little clip. Was that it? That was it. Could you hear that? Um, it sounded like my son singing through a karaoke machine. Okay. Well, I apologize that there's a band that you don't like. All I heard was... And now it's stuck, in, now it's stuck in your head. You're welcome. Slap <laughs> okay. That's what I pictured. Okay. Well, I'm, I'm sure they're glad that they have one fan. Okay. Have you seen, you know the movie Rockstar? Yes, but it's been a very it's long Mark time Robert. since I watched it, yeah. You know that's based off the Judas Priest story? Oh, really? Where Judas Priest needed a singer and they got like their number one fan to do it. Really? Yeah, it's no, I didn't much know like, that. Yeah. Okay. Judas Priest basically did the same thing, and that's what the movie's based off of. You know what my favorite part of that movie is, though? It's like when he's in when so they find they discover him, and he's just just like they get this videotape of him, and he's just like this incredible singer they've never heard before. And they get him in the studio, and he gets a little bit nervous, and he's not performing well. And all it took was like one look from his girlfriend. He's like, oh, yeah, I got this now. And I'm like, no, fuck face. Like, <laughs> it doesn't work like that. Like, but I guess if Jennifer Aniston's like staring at me being like, I love you. I'm like, I love you too. I'll sing perfectly. I promise. <laughs> but that's my favorite part of that movie. I really enjoyed that movie. Yeah, it's, been, it's been a long time since I've seen that.
Man, you I need to watch I, that again. I actually that's a good music movie. I was actually just going through my Netflix and I uh, was adding some like movies and shows to my list that I haven't watched in a long time and stuff. And there's several Mark Wahlberg's on there. Like what? Uh, like Contraband. Have you seen Contraband? No, we we've had this discussion like recently about Contraband. About Mark Wahlberg movies, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. Which surprises me that you haven't seen it because that's like your favorite actor in the world, isn't it? Or you have a no, man, you have a man crush Teller on him? Is my boyfriend now. Okay. Dude, have you seen that new Spiderhead movie yet? That's on my list too. I did watch it. Is it good? I liked it. I didn't love it. I didn't love it, but it, I liked it. It was cool. Can you give me a short synopsis of it? It's watchable. Um, okay. Miles Teller is in a... He commits a crime. I won't say what. Okay. And instead of going to a traditional prison, he goes to this remote island prison, which is run by a doctor slash pharmaceutical company. And they do experimental drugs on the, on the prisoners there. That's like them serving their time as being basically, I've agreed to let them test all of these experimental drugs on me. Is this based on a real story? I have no idea. Because I'm pretty sure I've, I've heard stories like this from the past of this happening. Yeah, I, I have no idea. It was good. It was entertaining. There are a couple of times where I'm just like, oh, God. Uh, but it was good. Watch it. Yeah, you'll probably like it. Okay. It's good. I don't believe Thor as a doctor at all. Okay. <laughs> like the entire time, I'm just like, I, it's just no. It's just no. He's too large of a human. He's too, <laughs> it's just, that's Thor. He's not a doctor. Yeah. Like doctors have Asperger's. They're nerds. Like it's, it's <laughs> that's Thor. I don't, I don't buy it. Yeah. But it was good. It was good. I still, oh, and that's another conversation that happened at the party. Somebody was talking about Top Gun and they were like talking about things. They go, whoa, 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 whoa. Stop what you're doing. Do not talk about the movie yet. I haven't seen it. I still want to see it. I still want to see it in theaters. Shut your face. Do not talk about it. Yeah. Like they were about to tell, like tell the ending and shit. I was like, no, no, no. What are you doing? Um, but yeah, I want to see that for sure. I definitely do. Yes. Spiderhead, you- watch it. What else is on your list? I don't remember what I've added. Uh, Four Brothers. I haven't seen that one in quite a while. Oh yeah, it's classic. Yeah. Classic. Which, you know, we were talking about things that couldn't be recreated or remade 2022. I'm not so sure that that movie could be made today. Uh, yeah, I mean... There are a lot of I, things that are said, racially speaking, and just like, there's a lot of implication that would be a little bit touchy today for people, I think. Yeah. But who knows? You might be, if Mark Wahlberg's in it, you might be able to get away with it, but... Now, I don't know. Maybe the could you put the exact movie out? Maybe not, but you could probably change a few things and and be able to put it out. But yeah, it's uh I don't know, man, with the racial tension over the past few years and stuff, I think it could be I don't know. Everyone's so easily offended now. That's very true. You know, it's that I mean, that's mainly what I'm talking about. I mean, the racial tension fine, I agree. I thought that movie helped with racial tension. If you were to ask me, like, name a movie where you think, like, racial barriers are broken and it's it's a positive message. That one, for sure. Yeah. If you ask me, just my opinion. But I think if it got made today, it probably wouldn't be an R-rated movie. It'd be like a PG-13 movie. Yeah. Which sucks. Did you see the previews for 
that movie coming out with Chris Evans and Ryan Gosling? Uh, maybe. It's like some action thriller type thing where they're fighting a lot, and Chris Evans actually plays like a, a villain or the bad guy. Um, it's rated PG thirteen. Huh. And like the whole time I'm watching the trailer, and then they do the PG thirteen rating. I'm like, well, I don't want to watch it now. <laughs> That's not interesting. What do at you all. What do you think it's missing? R. No, I mean, what do you What do you think the movie is missing that you're you don't want to see it now because cursing, fucking, inappropriate things, all the things I want in a movie, <laughs> the things that I watched in movies when I was a child, but now as an adult, I can't even get R-rated movies anymore. <laughs> oh, you uh, want to hear something weird? Um, so, you have you watched Stranger Things yet? Have you finished this season? I haven't finished it yet. I, I'll be honest with you. I don't know if I'm going to. Well, I have a question. Do they you, really lost me. Do you know the girl that plays Maya in that show? Which one's that? I think she's the one that like worked at the ice cream place. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So she's a singer also? I saw that. Did you see the music video? Mm, no. Dude, they just put out a I music video. I just saw video. a video of Eddie Munster or Munson or whatever the fuck his name is playing guitar. That's all I've seen. So they just put out a music video, or she did, and you have to like be... Like you get a warning when you go on YouTube because you have to be like of age or whatever, like verify that you're 18 somehow. But it's an orgy in the woods, and it's a it's her and other women like boobs out everything. Why are we not watching this on YouTube? I'm not gonna pull this up on (laughs) our YouTube. What? (laughs) You can you can YouTube it yourself. No, I think we should. Uh, okay. I will be it's, checking it, that out. It's, it's weird though. I've, I've never, I didn't think YouTube, you could, you could do that. No, you can. Is that a new thing? No. Really? No. You can YouTube porn. I've and you'll it. get bits and pieces of pornographic huh. material. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Huh. Yep. It's not very new to me. I mean, I. I YouTubing porn isn't very new to you? No. no. <laughs> I remember this being talked about too, and I don't remember who. I want to say that I saw it on like a news station. Somebody said something, and they're like, Yeah, you can get your. I think it was like explicit material on Facebook. And then someone, like one of the people, were like, Oh, yeah, you can get it on YouTube now. And everyone was like, No, you can't. And then, like, there was like a follow up story like a week later. And the dude was like, see, and it was on his phone. And it was all like blurred out. Huh. I don't know. Which I mean, I guess it, it makes sense because even if it's a kid or whoever that has a phone or has a tablet or whatever, you can go to, to Pornhub just as fast as you can go to YouTube, you know, oh, sure. and, and not have to uh, pay anything or, or whatever. So I guess it kind of makes sense. I just never thought about that being on YouTube. Yeah. Well, I mean, I don't think most people use YouTube for that. Right. When you could just go to YouPorn or Pornhub or, and you just said something, pay for it. Let me just, let me just say something. If you pay for porn still. <laughs> you're a moron. You're a, you're a loser <laughs> of epic, epic proportions. You're a loser. I mean, you, you say that and I, I agree. However, I wonder what the like subscription numbers are for websites like that 
like well, for the, the for the still. premium content. <laughs> well, they got to be through the roof still. Yeah, I'm Those, sure. It's still a fucking flourishing industry. So it's got to. I mean, you know, the porn companies went under, but the websites like they're doing better than ever. Right. I don't, Especially over COVID, I bet their numbers were through oh, the freaking God. roof through COVID. Booze and jacking off. That's all you had during COVID. Yep. <laughs> Oh hey, how do we get? Hey, speaking of a uh, premium, so I think you've seen on Facebook a couple of people did actually give us some comments as far as Spotify goes. I didn't see that. Uh, so for what I'm gathering is, have you ever used Pandora? Uh, I have. I'm, I have sure. Okay, so but Pandora is basically is basically what Spotify does for, uh, as a free version. Like you can't just go in there and pick a song. And and in listen Pandora. to it. It's it's all shuffle. And Pandora. Yeah. And apparently Spotify the free version of Spotify is pretty much the same thing. So you can't pick but if you're premium, you can go in and pick a song. Correct. That is I so think, lame. I think you can pick like an album and you can shuffle the album, but you can't just say, I want to listen to this song by this band and I haven't even been able to shuffle an album. Oh really? Sort of maybe God. maybe you can't then. I don't know. You wanna test it? All right, here's what I'm going to do. But I bet if, if, you, if, you, if you pull up the song on Spotify, I bet you'll see that little shuffle icon by the play button on your songs. And I've tried everything I can to try to get rid of that, and I don't think you can unless you're a premium member. So I just pulled up my latest track, right? I'm uh-huh. going to hit play. Uh-huh. Okay? I bet you it doesn't play a song by me. Yeah, it switches to a... Who is that? I wonder if it would be the same band as it was last time. Hold on, it's an ad. <laughs> Fucks. Oh, this is the trailer I was talking about. Oh, with Ryan Gosling? With a mustache, that makes him a villain, I guess. From the directors of Avengers Endgame. And a photoshopped Ryan Gosling body. <laughs> with a bunch of Lamborghinis and trains. Ryan Gosling sucks, by the way. You don't like him? One of my least favorite. I don't like him. It's called The Gray Man. Okay. I will if you would just get to it. Fucking Spotify. <laughs> they did play my band. God damn it. I swear it's never done that before. <laughs> I swear to God, it's never done this before. <laughs> Fucking hell. <laughs> anyway, well, that's good. Thank you to whoever explained this to us. Yeah. That's so lame. I mean, so what else does the premium membership get you? So you don't have ads. You get to play whatever song you want. I think that's about Can it. you create a playlist in Spotify without being a premium member? I don't know. I mean, I know I have friends who have Spotify that do that, but it's it's a premium thing too because they like share their playlists and stuff all the time. But Spotify sucks. Donkey yeah. dicks, man. I mean, oh, it, well. do, it does, but like I said... I told you, I think last episode of the episode before, I did go against my code. I I have started listening to Rogan a little bit again, and I listened to uh, the he, Tom Segura was on pretty recently. Dude, I like listening. I like listening to Tom Segura talk when it's not like all trying to be funny all the time, like with like right. all, like, like like with Two Bears One Cave, like with Burt Kreischer and stuff. You know, it's it's just trying to be funny constantly. Like when he's on a show with Rogan and they're actually talking about stuff, like I, I'm generally interested in what he's got to say. What what is what are some of the interesting things he said? 
just like stuff about his life, like different okay. different scenarios that he's had in his life and stuff like that. You know, he just put out a book. I did. That was part of the that was part of the things he talked about too. I would ask you if you were going to buy it, but I know you don't read. So, okay, thanks for the insult. I guess <laughs> you've said to me on this podcast that you don't read. Yeah, I know. <laughs> so, <laughs> I would. Uh, I would. Yeah, I, I would do a little bit of it. I would be interested yeah, I mean, to read I, that I, though. I like listening to him. Well, with two bears, one cave. Let's be very clear. That's just Bert talking about himself and Tom sitting there. Yeah. That's really all it is. The the show with his with his wife is okay. But yeah, I don't know. I guess I mean I guess I could see that. I just don't like when those dudes get together and talk about the craft. Yeah. It's like the same conversation over and over and over. It's like, fuck. And you know what I missed? And I, I was gonna try to at least check out the live stream is uh Schultz's special came out. I'm probably gonna end up just caving in and buying it. Just yeah. to see it. I am very curious. Yeah. Because I've seen comedians and people post about it being like, oh shit, he went hard. Yeah. So, but good for him. Yeah, I did. I, 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 can, I can appreciate someone who had a vision for what they were doing, got done with it, and then was told, no, you got to change it. I'd be like, no, I don't. What are you, shitting me? Right. So good for him. I hope it works out for him. You know, I, I think, well, I even said on the podcast and he actually, he was on one of the fucking LA podcasts that might've been your mom's house with Tom Segura. I, I can't remember, but he, he talked about how whatever streaming service wanted to have it on there, but ended up selling it back to him just said, yeah, I think a lot of people are going to be weirded out by the fact that there's this white guy talking about different cultures in the way that he does. He's like, look, motherfuckers, like I this you knew this going in. Like, this is who I am. This is what I've always done. I grew up in New York City. I grew up around different cultures. You know, and he's like, I, I I've always hated when people called it punching down. He's like, I think that's an insult to anyone. He's like, I'm not punching down. I'm talking about what I know and what I grew up. So I like the way that he's explained it and I like the way that he's handled it. So I'm I'm definitely curious. I definitely want to see it. Yeah. I seen I seen Ro- Rogan was promoting it, and I don't know if we've talked about it on the show before. I, I want to say maybe you had told me about it, but I forgot that Rogan's building a comedy club in yeah. in Austin. Austin, yeah, yeah. Huh? Because I'm sure the other comedy clubs there are real thrilled about that. Oh, I'm sure. As much as he's like, because he's talked about it, he's like, oh, it's not, it's fine, like you, you know, because he's been spending all of his time at these other clubs. Yeah, you know. Mm-hmm. Which why wouldn't you? You have to be these stand up comedian. You got to work out your shit. He's right. got to go somewhere, but he can say what he wants, and people can say what they want. I'm, they're not. There's no way that they're thrilled about the biggest podcaster in the world and one of the biggest stand up comedians in the world opening up their own comedy club. Austin's not a big place. Yeah. And again, like the people that have moved there have been like, yeah, it's popping. There's so much to do. No, it's. Have you ever been to Austin? No, I haven't. It's three blocks. Oh really? I thought it was a lot bigger Dude. than that. No, Austin proper is not big. Wow. It's not. Yeah, there are some comedy clubs. There are a ton of music venues. There are a ton of restaurants, but it's in a very small area. Okay. So if you have, and this is the other thing, so many people are moving there. I used to go there for work all the time. And I I used to sit in traffic and go, 
why the fuck are we sitting in traffic? You know? Mm-hmm. It's because they don't have the infrastructure to handle all of the people that are moving here in droves every year. Yeah. So, like I would say to the Uber driver, I'm like, why is there traffic right now? Like, I left the office early. And he's like, no, no, no. There's no early in Austin. I'm like, okay, great. I learned my lesson. You know, I'm just like, oh, I'm just going to find a bar over here somewhere and then Uber home later. <laughs> so I don't have to sit in this bullshit traffic and stare at mud. But, yeah, they're, they're, there's no way that they're happy about it. Right. There's no way. Maybe. Maybe he's made that good of a relationship. Because maybe you, maybe you, all things considered, you share bookers, you share promoters, and you have a lot of like cross, cross-functional type business that, you know, not a lot of people can, uh, can be successful with. I don't know. I don't know. We'll see. I, I, th- I found it funny too. Uh, Rogan made a comment that made me think like, I, I understand that his, like he has some power, like he, his, um, I don't know what he does means something, but like he's been making some comments lately about like, oh, this person's going to like, he'll say it in a way like, um, this person's going to move to move down here to Austin. And the other person will be like, um, are you sure about that? He goes, yeah, I'll get him to come. I'm like, he's like, I'm, I can make like, just by saying you need to be here because the scene is what it's going to be. And he's like creating this new scene. And I think he's going to get more and more comics to come down there. But I think he's, I think, I think he's really just trying to get him out of LA for the most part. I think it has a lot to do with LA. I don't think it necessarily has to do with Austin per se or anywhere else for that matter. I think he just thinks LA is a shithole now. And I think he thinks it's going to get worse. Well, he said, like you said a while ago, though, is the infrastructure in Austin isn't big enough or made for how many people keep moving there. I think L.A. has been the same way for a long time. Like there are way too many freaking people there for what the infrastructure is there for. Yeah, but the the thing about L.A. is, is people who say they live in L.A., large majority of them don't live in actually actual L.A. Like suburbs on the outside or something. They live in L.A. County. They live outside of it. But it's just, it's all L.A. Yeah. You know, with Austin, I mean, I guess you could be in the suburbs and say, yeah, yeah, you could be 30 minutes away from downtown. I mean, the infrastructure, everything's getting better. And the one thing I did hear Rogan talk about, and I actually have friends that live there that have verified this because I haven't been there since 2019. Um they had a real big homeless issue for That's what I heard. quite a few yep. years. Yep. Apparently, the new mayor and whoever else there, you know, they basically put them all in hotels and, uh, you know, places to stay, and they got them off the streets, which is good. Yeah. But what's what's the end result of that? Like, you're not going to take taxpayer money to keep homeless people in hotels forever. Right? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I, I understand what you're saying, but I I don't know, man. Uh, I mean, you can't just put them back out on the street, right? Unless you're in a, in a making an attempt to rehab these, these people. I don't know. I mean, my the friends that I have that are there, they just they were basically like, yeah, yeah, the, it, the streets are cleaned up, but a lot of people who are Austinites, meaning we've been here, 
for a while. They're like, okay, what now? Well, what do we do now? But I think the biggest complaint that people had was Austin was this sort of like liberal, like I'm going to get on my bike. I'm going to go down to the fucking river and, and have a picnic type area type city. And it got ruined yeah, by the homeless population and just by the, the overall sketchiness of, I remember one time I went to a show, <laughs> I was in Austin and I went to a show at a place called Emo's. I see newfound glory and I was walking down. Uh, I want to say it's Julio Cesar Chavez lane is what it's called. It's one of their main roads on the opposite side of downtown Austin, but it's this like, we'll call it their industrialized area. If you will, people okay. still go there, but it's where the music venue was that I was going to. And so I'm walking from this Mexican restaurant to the venue and there are just two guys on each corner of the sidewalk on horses, just sitting there. Now, these aren't mounted police. These aren't like cowboys. Uh-huh. They're like locals. And they're just sitting there on their horses, just sitting there, just like imposing, just like being imposing characters on the sidewalk while you walk down the sidewalk. And I remember thinking, where do these guys go at the end of the night? I thought they were homeless guys with horses. <laughs> and I think I'm right. I think I'm right. I think the horses was the only thing those two dudes owned. Wow. I, they bartered, I, they I, bartered themselves a horse. And <laughs> they got their car. And they're going to go sleep under the bridge later. Like, I think that's what huh. I, mean, but. I don't know. I'm thinking of the scenario of like around us, if there's any people who are struggling that are like panhandling on the, on the corner at the stoplight or whatever. And some people will have like a dog, right. That has like matted hair and everything. And you feel sorry for them and everything. But I'm trying to, I'm thinking of that same person with a horse instead of a dog. And I'm, and, but I'm thinking there's no way you could be homeless. You have a horse. How'd you get a horse? How are you taking care of that horse? Stole it. And eventually you're going to kill it and eat it. You have food for oh a couple Oh my God, weeks. that's terrible. Well, better than killing a dog. I feel like there's other way to get a horse, though, than to make it your pet for a while. <laughs> I don't think it was his pet, man. I think that was his home, dog. I think that his, was his, like I said, that was his, his house, home? his car, his closet. <laughs> I don't know. But wow. I just remember walking by going, what the fuck are they doing? And also, where are they going to go later? I think they went under the bridge to sleep. And the horse just chilled there too. <laughs> Another thing, I would pr- I'd probably Austin. freak out if I was driving like, down the highway and a person was with a horse underneath like an, an overpass. Not in Austin, you would go, oh yeah, that makes sense. <laughs> or in LA for that matter. The LA homeless homelessness issue is just fuck. Again, that's another place I haven't been to and probably 2019, 2018, 2018. But, you know, I always had heard. So like, I always had heard about Skid Row and anytime I was in LA, I'd never went. I was, I went to downtown LA and you could see like the, the outskirts of what the homelessness situation was. But I remember 2018 when I was there, I was there by myself. So I was like, you know what? Fuck it. I have a day off. I'm going to go explore. And I went to, Skid Row, and I was just like, fuck, dude, this is like, 
it's a bummer, but it's also like, I don't know if I feel sorry for the city. I don't know if I feel sorry for these people because the people have been given no choice, but they also have been given the option of like, Hey, you can just stay here. Why wouldn't you? No one's going to tell you to move. No one's going to kick you off the street. Why wouldn't you? You know, here in our city, you'll get told someone will make you move. Right. And you're going to have to find a new spot for the night. Right. You know, yeah, but like how many? How many? The same person in the same spot for multiple weeks at a time. But how many years are we talking that that's been that way? I mean, the band Skid Row was named after that, correct? Years so, and years and years and years and years, man. Yeah, years and years, years. It's 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 nuts. Have you ever seen the documentary uh, about the hotel in L.A. where the girl died mysteriously? I don't think so, dude. Um, you need to watch it because it documents they document the homelessness situation because a lot of people thought that this girl was killed by a homeless person from on Skid Row because the hotel is like close to it. Oh, what is that called? You need to watch it. Okay. It was on Netflix, so put that on your Netflix list. Hold on. Okay. Oh, hotel documentary. What the fuck is it called? Yeah. The Vanishing at the Cecil Hotel. Okay. Watch that. Okay. Watch that. It's really good. But they, they, in that documentary, talk about, you know, for the longest time, people would not stay at the Cecil Hotel because it was by Skid Row. And it just was too, just felt too sketchy. So they, they renovated it. They made it so that the, you know, essentially you were, because the, also the Cecil was like a hostel. It used to be a hostel where homeless people would gather up enough chunk of change to stay there for a night. Gotcha. You know, people would overdose on heroin. They'd overdose on crap. It would, you know, prostitutes and it was a shithole. So like someone bought it and redid it and basically separated. There were like two parts of the hotel. One was the old hostel type area, which they redid. And then they built like this new, newly renovated, like kind of like more luxurious, like, oh, if you're a tourist and you're coming to LA, you'll want to stay here type thing. That's still a terrible idea. It's in the same place. Kind of. You got to watch it. It, It's very, it's very cool. Okay. But, um, yeah, man. But I went, I went and I was just like, whoa, this is like beyond, it's beyond what I even imagined. And you can, you know, Google, Google image pictures of Skid Row and you'll find plenty of you'll be like, holy fuck. But seeing it in person, I was just like, yeah, don't stop the car. So how, how big I are we, wanna... how big are we talking? Like a block or several blocks no, or? Fuck no. Several dude. Really? Just it's, yeah, yeah, dude. It's, it's beyond, it, you, it's, it's beyond your wildest imagination. How did we, we went from Chester Bennington to homelessness in Austin and LA. Yeah. Well, last thing I, w- I want to talk about, cause I just thought about it and this is how my brain is working. I'm thinking like Skid Row and for some reason it popped in my head, like the show Shameless and some of the different things, you, the different scenes you see in Shameless on like the outskirts of Chicago. Yep. Anyways. So then Shameless Got me on to uh, what's the guy? What's the guy's name? He's in that new show, The Bear. I don't know his name, but yeah, I know what you're talking. Have about. you watched the show yet? I watch. We've watched a couple episodes. So I got through the first episode. What do you think of it so far? Everybody is it's ecstatic a shameless about character it. in a restaurant. Well, I that's I, how I see it. I <laughs> I actually felt the same way because, but I wonder if he's a if he's one of those. I haven't seen him in anything else. So this is my ignorance, but I wonder if that's just like who his character is now, just in different scenarios for whatever he does. You know what I'm saying? 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I, I mean, I think he's a good actor. But, yeah, I don't know. I don't know if I like that show or not. To me, it's just too much like his his character in Shameless. Yeah. Maybe it gets better. Apparently, the you know the monologue he gives in the last episode of the season is really good. That's what I've heard, yeah. Uh, I mean, it's a good show. It's watchable. I just, I haven't, you know, I'll eventually pick it up again. The only other thing I've seen him in is an episode of Law & Order SVU. Like way back in the day when he was like really? a kid. Okay. I know. Yeah, but he's like a New Yorker. He smokes in real life. So all that smoking you see see him do in shows, that's him. Like he's he's a smoker and like he's probably just that guy. Yeah. Maybe he can be somebody else. I just don't know that he, we've seen it. Yeah. I was thinking about this because we were watching an episode of Shameless the other night. And I was thinking about how young those kids are on that show when that show first starts and oh, what God. kind of scenes they have those kids doing. How is is that just a parent has to sign off on this kind of thing? Because especially the middle kid, um, what what's his Carl. name? No, not Carl. The Ian. Ian, yeah. The the stuff that Ian goes through, and he had to have been what, like 12, 13, maybe? Well, let me ask you this. What do you think actual gay 11-year-olds go through on a regular basis in real life? I mean, you think it's the same thing? Probably. Especially those that are, are well, look at it this way. You're, you're gay. You've always known you're gay. You grow up in the slums of a fucking major city like Chicago in, the family, in a family like that. You're probably going to play hell. On you, your yeah. emotions, your relationships. Well, I'm sure it does. Relationships, the way you view the world, like I'm sure it does. I'm just thinking in the Hollywood world how well, I understand how, how hard it is for me to think that they would be, get away with putting young kids in that scenario. And I'm trying to look at different scenes, like because you know the Hollywood way of things, you can do, you can not actually put a kid in a certain scene and make it seem like they're actually there, like to where the kid's not actually filming it. Or something like that, but it's not what's happening here. Like these kids are actually going through this stuff in this movie or in the show. I'm like, man, that's in insane that they would let them do that at that young of an age. Well, it's part of what made that show brilliant in the beginning. In the yeah. beginning, I just wonder, and I know it wasn't that long ago, but I wonder if they could do it now. We know that started as a UK show. Oh, it did. Have you? Yo, yeah. Add that to your Netflix list. Oh, you're definitely you, you, not going to like it as much. Oh, you're saying a different cast in everything. Oh like, yeah. Okay. It's kind of okay. like with the office. That's, was, okay, where that's it what I was going to say. Yeah. 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 Okay. Same thing. Okay. Um, yeah, it's what made that show brilliant in the beginning, and, and it was sick and twisted and f- fucking crazy. But it was like, oh, but this is now they did they get outlandish and they get a little bit outrageous. Yeah, of course. But like, this is what real life is for people who have to live like this, you know? Yeah, for sure. So that's what made it. But with the outrageousness came the character development and you had these these characters where you go, well, fuck, if I was 11 and I lived in that situation, my life would be hell. I think they're kind of nailing it, you know? Yeah. I, in a way, identified with probably the dude, the, the kid, the, the dude who played Lip, you know, when yeah. I started watching that show, I was like, I kind of identify with that character. Not in the family situation necessarily. I mean, I didn't come from a family that's fucking nuts. But like, just the way that he was kind of, just the way that he viewed the world. 
and the cynicism he had. And he's just like, I kind of want to just do hood rat shit, even though I'm smart. And I'm not saying like, I'm some brilliant fucker who could have went to MIT. I'm just saying like the cynicism he had. And like, I, as a teenager, I was like, Oh yeah, fuck. I mean, I'm, you know, I'm not the only one, obviously, but you know, what teenage male wasn't like that at some point for a little bit that yeah. came from like a working class to lower middle-class family. Like you eventually go, fuck the world. I don't know if I believe anything, Like this is all bullshit. I got to rethink all of this. Like, so I thought they did a good job with that. I eventually though, like season, I don't know. It just became too much. I was like, really? Again, can we just like, somebody has got to catch a break eventually. Right. Like we just got to stop the madness. Yeah. Well, I mean, yeah, but with as many characters as on that show and they, and they did a pretty good job about juggling every, every person having a different storyline. I think, I mean, I think it was pretty impressive really. No, I agree. Like, like I said, the character development and just the way that they made, they made you feel connected to some of those characters was, it was really cool. Yeah. And again, it, it was sort of like, okay, come on. Well, unbelievable at times and you have to, you know, take the reality away from it and just go, okay, it's a show, but yeah, dude, it was definitely like the first four to five seasons are some of my favorite seasons of any show for sure. Not better than Ozark, but yeah. Yeah. The bear again, that guy, I just, I don't know. It feels like Philip Gallagher is running a restaurant now, which is fine. (laughs) You know, there are other characters in that show that are good. Maybe it's going to be a good show. I don't know. I got to continue to watch it. Yeah. Like I said, I've only made it through the first episode and I'm probably gonna have to rewatch it because I wasn't really paying attention real well, but. Well, let me just say this. It gets better after episode one. Okay. Yeah, for sure. So. Okay. Cool. Well, do you have anything else you want to talk about this evening? Let's get out of here. We'll get to talk about the UFC very soon. I'm excited. But we won't do it now. It'll just spoil it. Well, I'm hoping that there's a couple more fights that get booked between now and when we talk again. So 280 in Abu Dhabi or whatever is insane. Yeah. Insane. All right. Let's get out of here. Route.